0: This is the Mangum Media Minute with me, Mr. Jones, the media coordinator at Mangum Elementary School. This podcast lets you know what's happening within the media center, as well as any other reading-related events or programs throughout our school. So sit back, relax, and listen to the Mangum Media Minute. Welcome back to episode number three of the Mangum Media Minute. Um... We have a special guest today, Um, our second guest of our podcast for today. It is Ms. Armour, um, guidance counselor here at Mangum. So Ms. Armour, um, thanks for stopping by and welcome.
1: Thank you, Mr. Jones. I'm so glad to be here.
0: So um, our topic of today is something that um, not probably a lot of people at Mangum know, just because it's just for one grade level so far, but we're going to be talking about um, how we're promoting diversity whether in books or with our students. Um, And I was wondering if you could start off in just telling us a little bit more about the club that we're doing so people kind of understand um, a little bit more and our club is is Embrace Diversity. Um, So if you could just kind of elaborate a little more on what we have been doing with our fifth grade students and how we are gonna kind of trickle that down once the year kind of continues.
1: Yeah, so we started a super cool new club We just started it with our fifth graders because this is our first year doing it and wanna see how it goes. It's embracing diversity and we meet once a week for about 30 to 45 minutes with the kids. And it's supposed to just be a relaxed and comfortable safe space for the kids and Mr. Jones and I to talk about important issues that are affecting our community today. We've done lots of fun things. We've done games. We've had discussion topics and activities. We talk about equity and diversity and having empathy for others and getting to know yourself. And we've recently talked about culture and traditions and kind of tie that in with Hispanic Heritage Month. And, it's just um, it's cool because we can be flexible, and the kids yes, can yes, kind yes, of yes, bring yes. new topics and stuff like that. And yeah, so far it's been really enjoyable. And I think yeah, since it's been going so well, we're probably going to make it a fourth grade club and a third grade club as we move forward and and go from there.
0: Yeah, I think that the like how you you said it's very flexible because mm-hmm. I think we have an idea on like oh this will definitely work because of you know the kids that we'll have in it, but like you said, it's, they've really taken almost control of the topics that we've brought up. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, I think you, we talked about like where parents grew up and it was just, and it was kind of a, a cool just to, to hear them talk about, you know, the differences between household and household and how they kind of approach different things. And it's kind of eye opening because usually during the year, it's tough to have those conversations with either whole groups or even small groups, just because of kind of how the day is, you know, split up because, you know, it's you have to get math and ELA and social studies and science. And then it's kind of, if we can squeeze it in there, great. If not, you know, we got to try to plan it. So I think having the wellness Wednesday in 45 minutes is really good because it, it has led to a lot of positive conversations. Um, not just essentially with, like you said, just diversity, but it's that helping understand other people and cultures and um, things like that, that I think our kids have really grasped so far. And like you said, I think it's it's gone so well that it's like mm-hmm. my, we kind of keep it going and eventually we'll, we'll do it with fourth grade and we'll do it with third grade and then kind of trickle down to the younger kids yeah. as we get going.
1: And I do think you're right that they're enjoying having a time to connect with each other And they can tell that it's relaxed and also that they can share what their thoughts and feelings are on things that they probably don't get to talk about a whole lot. Like you're saying, that's not part of um, you know, the NC curriculum. And so it's been really nice and we've had some very, very deep discussions and we've had some funny discussions and it's just cool to see the kids making connections when we bring something up we just mention a topic and then like you said they yeah. run with it they they're, bring yeah, up all it kinds of stuff it's so cool
0: and i think like i think just to, to piggyback on that it, it's it's taking somewhat of a, of a serious subject but making it into like a, a very relaxed conversation where it's not like if i say the wrong thing someone's going to think differently of me where it's mm-hmm. it hasn't been that at all it's you know this student might say something and another student might go, okay, I, I get that. And then they'll say their opinion. And it's just very um, kind of back and forth and, and a positive nature of like, okay, I get why you're saying that I get where you're coming from. And it's not like, oh, I said the wrong thing. And now they're going to be mad at me. Yeah. Where it's, 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 it's been great to see. And I think the other cool thing is, is you have, we've kind of instilled it now where you have like the same people coming back, which is great. But um, the past few weeks we've added, more and more to our Wellness Wednesday group. So that's been that's been really good as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Hopefully we can keep getting some more kids to join. That would be great.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, We're going to kind of shift gears and you mentioned it um, a little bit earlier um, is our talk with Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, This has been something that I know we've really since last year kind of ramped up because I think before we we focused on it a little bit. whether and guidance or the media center, but um, last year I feel like we did really ramp it up um, to the whole school. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you, can we talk about what we did last week? Our event. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll kind of add some more stuff to talk about um, some other things that we have been doing virtually um, with Hispanic Heritage Month.
1: Yeah. So do you want me to share on
0: that? Yeah. About. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So.
1: Um, obviously, Mr. Jones is awesome when it comes to organizing read-ins. We've had our Hispanic Heritage Month read-in last year, Black History Month read-in, and it's just cool that we get to do it virtually. So this year we had, um, is it four guest speakers?
0: Yeah, so we, we had a, a kindergarten, first grade reader, a second grade reader, third grade reader, and then a fourth and fifth grade reader.
1: Yeah, and they joined in Zoom calls, and they shared either like a storybook or an informational book to the kids, and then had some conversations about their Hispanic culture. And what was so interesting is that every single Zoom call that Mr. Jones and I were able to pop in on, um, it was nice because they talked about, the the guest speakers talked about such different things.
0: Yeah, that was a big, Yeah,
1: they were all about Hispanic culture and Hispanic heritage, but in such a different way, it was really unique. So one of our um, our first speaker that I that I joined in on, she was talked. She shared a book that was about Chile, the country, and it was very um, informative about like the landscape and uh, the weather, and it was really beautiful pictures, and it was really cool. So she really dove into the country, and yeah. then other readers were sharing, um, like for example, a story about. A boy who grows up in the United States, and his cousin lives in Mexico, and they're both um, Mexican from Mexican cultures, and how their culture in Mexico and the culture of the kid in the United States was different and similar, and how they celebrated mm-hmm. similar holidays in different ways. I don't know. It was just really that was fun yeah, really and cool
0: with with him. So that was um, Dr. Cardoza, who is the the assistant principal at. Um, Jordan High School. Um, with that story, it was it was another, it was it was such a relaxed environment. He did such a great job. It was it was another one of those. The conversation between I mean, there's 20 some kids on that Zoom call was just so organic because it was just like a he just kind of introduced this and he would talk with the story, and the kids were saying the words along with them and that were in Spanish, and they were talking about, you know the differences between, you know, the United States side and the, the side that was on Mexico. And it was just a really, once again, another one of those positive conversations that um, was just done so really relaxed yeah. that our kids just felt like, okay, I can, I can say this and we can talk about it. And um, it's great. And there's, I think there's, there's another big understanding of like, you know, yes, things are different, but if you look at it, we're all kind of the same, it's, you know, regardless of where we're at.
1: Yeah, we can all relate to each other. And I like Dr. Cardozo brought up um, how important it is to be proud of your culture. And he really yeah. emphasized that and how amazing the Hispanic culture is, um, no matter what country you're, you're from or your family's from or your grandparents are from. And uh, he emphasized that feeling of identity and pride in who you are and where you come from and how how that's a really special, important feeling to have. So that was, that was great. I'm glad he brought that
0: up. Yeah. And, and that was something that um, I know, like you said, with our other readers, I think that was something that they instilled too. It was talking about, you know, where they're from and kind of the language that they speak and different things that they do. And it was just a very, the way they spoke about it, you can, you're just like, okay, they, they really want them to understand that like, this is where they're from. They love where they're from. They're proud of, um, you know, what they became because of the culture that um, has been instilled in them. Um, so we've, we've done the, the virtual read-in. Um, obviously, we're really, really different compared to having only four readers this year compared to, I mean, we had 10 to 12 last year. Okay. So it was definitely different, but it was great that we were still able to, to incorporate um, Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, another thing that we'll, we're doing, and we'll kind of split it into two parts, um, is on our school website. Um, so virtually, we're still trying to make sure that we provide Hispanic Heritage Month for our Mangum community. And um, this is just a talk about it last week. We'll talk about it um, until Hispanic Heritage Month's over on our school website. Me um, and Armour have been collaborating on different things to make sure that we're still providing either stories or facts or, um, you know, other things with Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, as easily as possible. So on our school website, once you get to it, the very first thing it says, you know, Hispanic Heritage Month and there's a learn more button. When you click on it, it takes you to a page where you're gonna see videos from Miss Armour and myself. So for me, um, we're keeping it kind of the, the media center oriented. So we so I've, I've been reading stories so far. So this um, run our second story um, so far in the next week, we'll, we'll add in our third. So we read, um, Dancing Hands, so far, which is the story of Teresa Carreno, who was really, really talented at playing the piano, and so talented that she ended up playing for President Abraham Lincoln, at the time that, um, at that time era. And then, the story that's on the website right now is Alma and how she got her name, and that's that's one of my favorite ones. Um, so she has a really, really long name, and she doesn't like it because it's so long, but her father explains why she has each name. And it's it's really, really important. It's one of the, once again, one of those things that we talked about earlier about you know having pride and kind of who you are and, and you know why these different things are around you or are part of you. Um, it's just a really, really good story. And then um, next week we'll have another story and I won't tell you which one that's <laughs> gonna be. So you have to see it. And then um, this arm you wanna talk about um, the videos that you have, have done so far.
1: Yeah, so um, my videos are just uh, Hispanic heritage spotlights. so they might be on um, a Hispanic tradition. Uh, they might be on a famous person in history. Um, I did a video on quinceañeras and what that is and why that's so important in many, many Hispanic cultures. Um, That's really interesting. If you look up some famous Latina celebrities, a lot of them have stories about their quinceañeras. And I just kind of explained that a quinceañera is a big party um, that young girls in Hispanic cultures have. It's kind of like an important part of like being a woman. And, um, but like a lot of traditions, not everybody has it because it can be like a big fancy party and it does cost money. And so um, it's not something that everybody is going to have, but it is a big part of the tradition. Very cool. Um, I've actually seen a bunch of quinceaneras um, oh, nice. because I live right yeah. across the street from a Catholic church and they have quinceaneras there all the time and they look so festive and fun. And so That's I awesome. look like, out my window and I'm like, oh, that looks great. Right. <laughs> I want to go, go hang out over there. <laughs> That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So once again, that is on our Mangum website. Um, that'll be going until October fifteenth, which is the last day of Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, so last thing, um, as we kind of wrap it up talking about diversity, it's um, so just kind of want to just relay some more stuff to the main community of, you know, how much we try to provide diversity in our books. Um, so I'll, last question for you, Miss Armour is, um, what are some ways that you try to provide you know, diversity in reading or literacy as we kind of navigate throughout the year?
1: Yeah, I think that it's so important that kids can see themselves in the classroom curriculum, whatever that might look like. And the easiest way to do that sometimes is through books. Mm -hmm. It's important to have books that are about all kinds of kids so that when we're having story time, we can kind of picture ourselves in the character's shoes. Um, So, I try to incorporate books that obviously are about kids from all different backgrounds, all Mm -hmm. different races and cultures, and I love books about different countries, and it's just, it's important to do that as much as possible, because we learn from books, we learn about other people, and we learn about ourselves, and you want to feel connected to literature and books, and you're going to feel connected if you can see examples of yourself in the books you're reading.
0: Yeah, so that's, I think, I think we have a similar mindset on that. It's, it's something that I feel like we kind of both approached because we came in to Mangum at the same year. And I think, you know, from a media standpoint, our collection was definitely not as as varied into as diverse as it, it probably should have been. Um, so that's definitely something that I think we've, we've done a good job of making sure that, like you said, if our kid walks into the media center, they should be able to find a book that they can relate to or can represent them. Um, and one other thing that I always and I kind of said it in a PD last week, I think it's really important, like representation matters as long as there there's a purpose behind kind of why the characters in it, because mm-hmm. I think it's one thing, like you said, it, it's super important for them to kind of see themselves and relate to them. But it's like, how are they seeing themselves? Yeah. Is it just is it because they see them, the person in the book that looks like them, but they're like the sidekick or they're kind of just the background character, yeah. I think. So I think. Um, it's important to, to make sure that their representation is, is really solid and there's a there's a really important reason why they're they're being represented. And I think like you touched on, I think, you know, show I think a lot of our kids, especially in here, when you kind of provide a like a biography book about someone, mm-hmm. it's really eye opening because it's like, Oh, the, you know, this person looks like me and they did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And it's really, really important to to see that. Um,
1: it's inspiring.
0: Yeah, I think it's and it's one once again. I think um, making sure that you were mindful of like the, the collection that we're providing, whether or not even just here, but like you said, I think it's it's great that if they leave the media center and they go to a guidance lesson, mm-hmm. they still have you know themselves being represented. And I think we we do a good job in our um, classrooms too, yes. whether it's science or ELA or social studies or we're starting to get towards math where it's, you know, even in those subjects, they're still seeing themselves, um, being represented and being represented in a positive light.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. Well, Miss Armour, that was fantastic. Um, thank you for stopping by and be on episode three of the Manga Media Minute. Um, we'll be back next week with episode four. Thank you so much.